Laundry Day by Hello Spikey Read by Melo Zuko Deer from AO3 Rating General Audiences Archive Warning No Archive Warnings Apply Category Gen Fandom Avatar The Last Airbender Relationships Katara slash Zuko Sokka slash Zuko Sokka slash Suki Characters Zuko Suki Toph Beifong, Sokka, Katara. Additional tags. Pretty boy doesn't know he's pretty. Zuko is an awkward turtle duck. Bisexual disaster Sokka. Fluff. These ships are stupidly slight. No one kisses. Sorry not sorry. Summary. Shortly after rescuing Suki from Boiling Rock, Katara introduces her to the spectacle, the magnificence, that is, Zuko doing laundry with his shirt off. Sokka has to explain to Zuko why the girls are even watching him. Zuko is remarkably slow on the uptake. Poor Sokka. Chapter 1 It was two days after being broken out of prison, the Katara greeted Suki at dawn, and grabbed her by the hand. Today is a very important day, Suki, and I need you to be a part of it with me. Katara looked like she was either about to pull a huge practical joke or she'd uncovered an ancient secret that solved all of their problems. Okay... I don't have any plans. Katara bounced. I'm so glad you're here. I've been waiting for there to be another girl on laundry day. I mean... One who can see. Come on! Laundry day? Suki shook her head. She pulled her prison tunic away from her skin and gave it a surreptitious sniff. Woof. Whatever was special about laundry day, it had come none too soon. Katara led her by the hand up some stairs to a little protected ledge around a tower room with large windows separated by columns. Toph was already there, swinging her feet over the edge. Hi Suki, hi Katara, happy laundry day. Toph said this with a mocking shake of her head. Suki sat next to Toph. What's going on? What's the big event? Toph shrugged. Zuko does the laundry. It's supposedly very fascinating. Me, I don't see it. Literally. Katara doesn't even like Zuko. This is not about liking, Katara said firmly. This is a beautiful work of nature on display, and I finally have someone to share the experience with. Katara pointed below. They were seated just above and to the left of another balcony, where, sure enough, lines had been strung for laundry, and a no doubt once decorative basin was full of water. We're going to... Watch someone do laundry? I mean, even if it is funny to imagine our former nemesis Prince Zuko as the local... Oh! Oh! Never mind, I understand completely. Zuko had come into sight, carrying a large basket piled with clothes, and he was shirtless. Gloriously shirtless. I had no idea that was under there, shirtless. Still don't get it, Toph said. 
but I enjoy listening to Katara lose her mind. It gets better, Katara whispered, crouching to study the scene seriously. The basket set aside. Zuko started firebending. Yes, that was very nice with the no shirt and no basket in the way, but Katara's expression hadn't changed, so somehow this wasn't the good part. Zuko kept a steady, frankly mesmerising rhythm going, keeping a ring of fire around the edge of the tub for a few minutes until the steam started to rise. Ah, steam. Yes, that improved the view considerably. Then he dismissed the flames and dumped the clothes into the basin. And then, praise be to all the ancestors, he started to scrub. Water and suds were splashing, hitting him, and more importantly trailing down every line and curve of flesh. Suki relaxed against the wall behind her and clapped slowly. This is... Thanks, Katara. I'm glad to be a part of this. My favourite part is actually the hanging up, Katara marvelled. Then cleared her throat and assumed a poor copy of a stern expression. I mean... I do still hate him. Oh, same. Burned my village. Okay, also rescued me from prison? It's not quite even? I'm at about half hate. But I do not hate this view. Zuko twisted a shirt, squeezing the water out, which made his arms all taut and ropey. That, she had to say, brought it down to 40% hate. Then he hung it up, and reaching high overhead like that threw everything into such sharp relief, and there was twisting of the torso as he adjusted the edges, so it hung fully spread out. Ah, I see your point, Katara. Yes, this is nice. It's good to appreciate beauty in all its forms, Katara declared with a raised finger, like she was a sage lecturing. They both laughed. I hope I don't get this hopeless when my hormones kick in, Toph said. Boys are alright if you want someone to fight alongside or steal things with, but I mean, no more than girls are. Suki decided to turn the conversation back to more pressing matters. He must do a thousand push-ups a day. My old trainer would love him. At least, I haven't found out where he exercises yet. Katara cleared her throat. Uh, not that I'm looking. I'll help with the not looking. Still, knowing him, he probably keeps his shirt on anyway. Yeah, he never takes it off to teach Ang. They both sighed in disappointment. Sokka saw his sister up on the ledge again and knew it must be laundry day. But then he saw Suki there with her and looking just as delighted. Oh. Oh no. This was a bridge too far. This little ritual was going to have to stop. Sokka stormed down to the lower balcony and there was Prince Hot Stuff, all wet and flexing and working, that effort, that violent repetitive motion. Wow. Sokka looked down at his own arm. He made a fist. He shook his head. So, maybe he could do a few more training reps a week. Okay, back on mission.
Hey Sparky, let up a minute. That shirt knows what it did wrong, and I think it's suffered enough. Zuko turned to frown at him. Okay, so the side view was also impressive. He should, he should stop thinking about it. Anyway, Zuko had gone back to rinsing the shirt and wringing it out, and that was the whole problem. Sokka took a firm grip of his belief in himself as completely straight, and walked up to Zuko. You've got to stop. Seriously, with the glistening and the dripping suds and the flexing, especially the flexing. Zuko looked genuinely confused. What are you talking about? I'm talking about that! Sokka pointed up at the ledge. By the time Zuko turned his head, Toph was sitting there alone. Wow, could Suki and Katara move fast when they wanted to? Zuko turned back to Sokka, eyebrow raised. Toph? Sokka put his arm around Zuko's muscular, bare, steamy, don't think about it, shoulders, and led him away from the dangerous suds. Suki and Katara were up there too, watching. I know. Katara always watches me do the laundry. It's about power. She likes putting me to work. That is not what this is about, and when the clue finally lands, you're going to be so proud of me for not making the obvious joke on putting things to people, and... Sokka groaned. It was simply unfair to be handed material like this. Why did humour and wrongness have to go so well in hand? We are talking about my sister! Sokka took a step back and released a quick breath. Despite the shout, Zuko was just staring at Sokka like a confused turtle duck. Sokka cleared his throat. Let's ask a completely unrelated question. No reason at all. But have you noticed people acting differently around you when you take your shirt off? Head tilt. Deeper frown. No. Why would they? You're going to make me say it. Out loud. Ugh. Zuko, you are... Uh, very attractive. Zuko took a step back. Are you mocking me? No. It's the irritating truth. You are scrambling the brains of two intelligent women just with the very existence of your chest. Sokka gestured emphatically at the offending hotness. How do you not know this? Zuko looked back up at the ledge where Toph waved, and Suki and Katara could just be seen, peeking out from behind different columns. Zuko shook his head. That's not it. They're gloating over me, having to do a lot of hard work. I regret to inform you it is very much it, and I'm asking you as a friend, as a compatriot in arms, and as a man who has a girlfriend, please put your shirt back on. Zuko gave him this amused smirk, and pulled his wet shirt out of the laundry and slithered into it. Two squeals of feminine delight rang from overhead. Sokka thought his head would explode. No, you idiot, that's worse! Zuko threw up his hands. I don't know what you want. Is this a test? 
Are you trying to make me angry? Up on the ledge, Katara and Suki had come out to study and discuss Zuko's clinging shirt like it was a very important matter of philosophy. Toph was gripping her gut from laughing. Give me strength. Let's start over. Suko, man, buddy, just trust me on this one as an impartial outside observer with no reason or really desire to compliment you. You are very good looking. Zuko's reply to this was to deadpan and wave his hand up and down over the scarred half of his face. Yeah, fine, the scar is not your best feature, but they are not looking above your chin, buddy. Oh, that landed. Zuko's eyes widened a fraction. He looked up at the ledge again. Suki waved. Katara dove for cover. Toph was rolling with laughter. Zuko seemed to be really thinking at last. Come on, Firebrain, put some facts together in a line. He pulled the wet shirt away from his skin. I... I do have to wash this. I don't have another shirt. We'll get you a second one, first chance we get. For now, maybe... I don't know... Wash it first and firebend it dry? With a nod, Zuko held his arms out and a steam rose from the shirt, the clinging folds dropping from his form as the colour lightened. I'm going to kill you, soccer! Katara shouted. Chapter 2 Laundry Day 2 The Rise of Laundry Lord Summary The truth is, Laundry Day was part of a longer work I posted, but this chapter is a direct sequel. Seeing Katara forgive the worthless garbage that had killed her mother made Zuko realise some of what Hakoda had been saying, and Aang. Forgiveness wasn't a transaction, it was a gift. He also knew it wasn't something you could force. He wasn't quite ready to give it to himself, but maybe if Uncle forgave him, it would follow. For now, it was enough that he wasn't infuriated by himself all the time. For a ragtag team on the run, life was pretty calm. Zuko walked through the campsite, their largest basket on his hip, picking up discarded dirty clothes. Ugh. Was he the only one who minded smelling like a goat? Why would you want to save the world in clothes itchy with old sweat? Toph was the worst. Her clothes were filthy. He straightened from fishing Toph's spare trousers out from under a literal pile of dirt, and saw to his surprise Sokka and Aang looking at him with matching May we have candy before dinner? grins. What? Can we do the laundry? Sokka asked. Ang added, Please? Uh, yeah? Zuko handed the basket to Sokka and watched, confused, as the two boys rushed off like it was a great prize. Well, okay. Less work for him. Maybe this was part of them 
forgiving him? He went to wash his hands and face in the stream. Time to himself. He could meditate. That sounded wonderful. But he had no sooner found a nice place to sit when he was interrupted by girlish giggles. Suki and Katara and Toph were together, on the cliff edge over the stream, conspiring like priests. He followed Katara's arm, pointing. At the stream side below, Sokka and Aang were flinging laundry and soap bubbles around, shirtless, flexing their muscles in exaggerated poses. Oh. They wanted to do the laundry so they could get attention from the girls. Why was Zuko always the last person to catch on to these things? Would it have killed the palace tutors to throw an occasional how-normal-people-interact lesson in the middle of all that military history and tactics? He still didn't see why doing laundry was somehow sexy. They could take their tunics off and flex at any time. Bathing? Bending practice? Why mix it in with the chores? He went up to the ledge to hear what the girls were saying. This could be illuminating. Suki rested her chin on her hand. How is there any ice left in the South Pole with that hotness around? Shut up! That's my brother! Katara pushed Suki playfully. Toph kicked her feet. Ah, that's the interpersonal conflict I'm here to mock. It's a compliment. Your brother is gorgeous. Therefore, your family are all good-looking. You see, I complimented you. Well done, picking your parents. Suko cleared his throat to announce his presence, and took a seat next to them. The silence was sudden and sharp. Suki and Katara both leaned away from him, and two pairs of eyes stared at him in abject horror. Toph cackled. Oh man, your heart rate's just spiked. Did Zuko do something with his face? Is it super weird? I need descriptions of expressions, people. Suki recovered first. Everything's fine, Toph. Hello, Zuko. We were just admiring my gorgeous boyfriend and Aang, who is not as gorgeous by established logical fact. Katara flushed, turning her gaze firmly back to the boys below. Aang is adorable. Sokka is a dork. Suki nudged his arm. So, what brings you here? I'm just trying to understand the appeal. Zuko frowned. Chests? Check. Soap? Check. It was about as interesting as a group of birds splashing in a bath. Only... Ugh. What was Aang doing with that sock? It was never going to get clean, gingerly swishing it in the water like that. Suki scooted closer and enthusiastically explained, gesturing. You see the soap bubbles glide down his body, and you imagine touching where the soap touches. All the dips and curves. Think of it as a meditation on form. Think of it as disgusting teenage lust, Toph translated. Now Sokka was just slapping Toph's trousers against a rock, to no purpose. They were still soapy. 
It wasn't the point at which you needed to drive water out of it. Suki cleared her throat. A and if you were to touch, say, soccer in any particular place, maybe you could tell me which place would be the most interesting. Zuko was trying to figure out how to begin to answer that when Katara suddenly interjected with a guilty tone. They know we're up here. Everyone is an equal participant. She blushed and turned her gaze back down to the stream. And Aang is every bit as pretty as soccer. Aang was standing on a dirty blanket in the muddy stream. Zuko couldn't take it anymore. He jumped to his feet. That's not how you do laundry. They stared at him like he had a turtle duck on his head. Nothing is getting clean. They're just throwing clothes around and splashing each other. Yeah, said Suki dreamily. Katara sat up primely. They're getting soap and water on the clothes too. It might not be perfect, but every little bit helps. No, it doesn't. The soap will stay in. Things can stain. It'll feel rough to wear. I can't believe I'm explaining this to a bunch of girls. Hey, Toph threw a clod of dirt at him. What about being girls means we should know about laundry? Zuko blushed. Girls sometimes care about clothes? He rubbed the back of his head. This is crazy. I have to go down there before they rip something. Suki got to her feet, excited. Yes, you should go down there and show them how it's done. Be very hands-on. She put her arm around Zuko. Katara elbowed Suki's leg and Suki kicked at her, trying to shoo her off. Hold his hand, show him exactly how to move, slowly at first and then picking up speed. Zuko felt very uncomfortable with her eager smile so close at hand. Ah, uh, are we still talking about laundry? Toph stretched her toes over the cliff. You should know, Hot Stuff. Suki was making all kinds of comments about you and her boyfriend. Suki turned and hissed. That was said in the spirit of sisterhood, Toph, which includes secrecy, but now it's out in the open. And again with the eager smile, inches from his face. How do you feel about kissing boys? No one in particular. I'm just gauging interest. Suki! Katara wheezed, face turning almost purple. Toph scoffed. What is so hot about two boys kissing? That's two boys not interested in kissing you. You'll understand when you're older. No, she won't. Can everyone please stop talking? Katara looked like she was going to pass out. Zuko still didn't get it but he had a feeling self-preservation lay in a quick exit. He jumped down to the streamside, landing next to Sokka and Aang, who stared at him in confusion. He yanked the tunic Aang was holding out of his hands. You're doing it wrong. He picked up the drying clothes and threw them all back together in a pile to start over.
Aww. Sokka looked down at his bicep, flexing. I thought we were doing great. You're not rubbing the clothes to make your arms move. You're knocking the dirt out of the weave. Like this. Zuko set to scrubbing a sock against itself. He could feel a strange air of despondency around him. Like he'd ruined the fun. And that was when a wave of water fell on him out of nowhere. Yay, Katara! Suki shouted. Katara, still looking horribly embarrassed, filled with her hair. Ah, my hand... slipped? Laundry fight! Toph declared, and jumped down, splashing in the stream. She grabbed a pair of shorts and flung them at Zuko, where they slapped against his face then tumbled down. It was like time froze for a moment, and Zuko was only aware that he had been challenged, and that the only weapon in his hand was one of Sokka's dirty socks. And then, without conscious will, he threw, and he was watching that sock smack Toph right between the eyes. She blinked at him, owlishly. Shit. He shouldn't have done that. He cleared his throat. I'm sorry. Toph threw the soap bar with a roar, and he barely deflected it before it beamed him. Time started up again with a vengeance, things happening all around him in a maelstrom. Clothes flying, people jumping, splashing, bending water and rock. Sokka threw a sopping wet blanket over Zuko, and as he struggled to get out from under it, he saw, to his dismay, Suki flicking fanfuls of water as she danced out of the way of balls of fabric coming from Katara. Ang fishing clothes out downstream and flinging them back, Sokka and Toph hurling soap suds at each other. And from that point, very little scrubbing happened. Two hours and a lot of soaking later, Zuko relaxed in the sun. It took a long time to marshal the troops and get them in line, and yes, all the clothes they had on had to be washed too, but now the others were hanging up the last of the clean laundry, muttering a lot of no fun and the wrath of the laundry lord. Anne came over and smiling, sat down. I wish chores were always this fun. Chores are chores. You don't do them to have fun. Ha! Huh. I think fun is what you make of it. Ang leaned back, holding his ankles. So, do you think, do you think Katara liked? He blushed. Watching you fail to do laundry? Definitely. She said so. The avatar looked every bit as young as he could, toying with the cuff of his pants, twisting his toes. Not as much as she liked watching you, though. Why did anyone want to be looked at? It just made Zuko uncomfortable. But that wasn't the point. He realised there was something vulnerable in the avatar's asking. He sat up. Hey, when I was your age, I was way scrawnier. No. Zuko liked knowing he'd made him look so shocked and pleased. Yeah? They settled into a comfortable silence. Just two friends, 
watching the successful completion of the washing. Now, if the whole actual defeat his father part could go as well. Zuko shook the thought from his head as unhelpful. This was fun. I know it's kind of dumb, but I feel like a part of the group. You are a part of the group. You have been. And we're glad you're here, Zuko. That filled his heart with warmth, and he wanted to package up this feeling and hold on to it forever. Then he happened to glance over and see Katara and Suki sneaking his shirt off the clothesline, looking suspiciously around themselves like two thieves. Ugh, the Laundry Lord's work was never done. I'll be right back. That was Laundry Day by Hello Spikey. Thanks so much to them for capturing the magic of Laundry Day so well in this fic, and for letting me record it. If you enjoyed listening, please tell me what you liked over in the comments on AO3, or come shout at me on Tumblr, at MelloZukoDeer. You can find Hello Spikey on AO3. Thanks again, till the next one.